Hey everybody, and welcome back to this week of I Told My Stuffed Animals About Us. I'm your host, Ashley. And I'm Alicia. And we are super duper not strangers anymore because we are playing another game of We're Not Really Strangers. Yay! Everyone cheered. Um, I have had the party... I guess they're not like party pack extensions, but like the expansion packs for Well Not Really Strangers on my birthday wish list for like years now. Like I really, really want to have like the friendship expansion pack and the relationship expansion pack to just like have better questions for scenarios like this. Right. And I still just don't own it. So unfortunately, we'll, well be back. Well, your birthday with is really soon. So I know it's like three weeks away, which is crazy. But um. What if yeah. every listener got you a different expansion pack? Dude, I would cry. I would literally cry on camera. I would like open up Instagram Live and just start bawling. Um, gifts are my love language too. So when people do things like that where it's just like really intentionally sweet, like that's all a girl can ask for. Okay. Um, how do you want to do it? Should we do, like do it backwards or something silly? Like should we break the rules? Yeah, I feel like we have to change it up somehow. But um. Should we like predict each other's answers? Yeah, we can. Yeah, we can do that. Should we try and like see how well we know each other? I think we should yeah. just do question like number twos then. Two. Where it's like yes. things that you would ask one another. And yeah. then we like we guess first. Yeah. Okay. Do you want to start or do you want me to start? Um, I have them in my hands right now. Okay, go ahead. What question are you trying to answer most in your life right now? Mm. What did Billie Eilish say in Barbie? What was I made for? So true. Um, yeah, I would say that's been like the biggest question right now in my career. I feel like I don't know if I've said this explicitly on the pod before. So sorry if I have. But like in college, your life changes so much like every six months, like every term, mm-hmm. like you're taking on new responsibilities and like when I was working at the student newspaper, like every six months I got a new job basically, or I had a new team or like my responsibilities changed. And I'm so used to that like quick turnover of life of just like moving up into different roles. Like I was, you know, going from being a staff writer to an editor in like two years. Right. Um, And I think now like being an adult and realizing that like life doesn't move that fast and like my career progression doesn't look that fast. It's been really hard to like have perspective on Am I on the right track? Like, should I be doing more? Should I be expecting more from my life? And I think I just need to, like, let the pace be okay with what it is and stop, like, freaking out. This is, like, the grad school season, like, when everybody's like, okay, it's been a year and a half post-grad and, like, should I go to grad school? Like, should I try something different? Like, should I speed up my life a little bit? Um, And I've definitely been having that, like, career scaries. So that's definitely a big question. Yeah. We haven't done a career episode in a while yeah maybe we should do an update like for the winter or something it'll be one year of my new job in january which is crazy okay i guess it's not a new job at that point my current job yeah um no the thing is people liked the one where we were the one where i was bad at my job significantly more than the ones when we were good at our job so i don't know how much people want an update I think the other thing about career or corporate flop versus corporate slay is we were so new at our jobs. Like we were like, obviously everything's going great. And now we have like real work experience. And honestly, like you're not bad at your job anymore. Like I don't hear that like you have the same sorts of like 
challenges. Yeah, exactly. Like you <laughs> are a corporate slay again. So maybe it is time to like actually affirm Yeah, what that. if people just thought for months and months and months that I've just been bad this whole time? Well, the other thing about the corporate flop episode is we talk a lot about like corporate travel and like these different yeah. elements of our life that like we haven't touched on before. Like my manager listened to that episode because she was like, uh, I want to hear what you have to say about like traveling for work and stuff. So I that think that feels not okay. Like I know. Like she like told me that and I was like, You listen to the one episode where I talk about my job? Because like I remember um Nancy didn't listen to the Cosmo one or like stop listening to it. We were like, Oh no, yeah. you're you can listen to that. Like Yeah, like that one's fine. I understand that, that you, was like, like in a loving way. Uh, yeah, where, but like this, that's a whole other story. Yeah, it was too much. I need to stop talking about my podcast at work. Um, yeah, careers episode coming soon. Okay, my card says, is there a feeling you miss? And without getting too aggressively specific, I think um, you have been in a season of singleness. And so I think there's a lot of like romantic feelings that you like having crushes, but I think that like true romantic like reciprocating connection is probably yeah. a feeling you miss i do agree however okay that i think normally that would be my answer but mm-hmm. today i've been thinking a lot about the fact that i well i won't spill too much but as you know it's been a hard week for the pepperdine community oh, totally. and it's like brought up a lot of old feelings and i've realized like I like so much of that period of my life hinged upon mourning and sadness, but Mm -hmm. I feel like there, like I was able to project those feelings into a place. And I feel like uh, I miss like getting to do that with my community physically. And like, I, I know it's not that I'm like craving sadness, Maybe I am. I don't know. But I I miss I've I've been trying to think about how to word this because mm-hmm. I've been thinking about it for days. But like I miss the togetherness of it yeah. and I miss feeling like we're all in this. No, stop. Um, but yeah. Yeah. I think that's something that like I've been reflecting on a lot like you know, I've seen a lot where it's just like, I'm really thankful for this community. And like, oh, for those of you who don't know what we're talking about, there was a really tragic um, accident on, I think it was this Tuesday. Tuesday Yeah, it was Tuesday night. And there was four Pepperdine students who were killed um, in a car accident. And it was really like, it was just a crazy twist of events and very unexpected. And it's obviously really shaped the Pepperdine community because they were just these really incredible four senior girls. And, um, yeah, it's just been really hard. But I think, like, I left Pepperdine, like, freshman year and told people that, like, that was my dream school, right? Like, it was the hardest year of my life. And I, like, absolutely would not want anybody else to go through that experience. But the crazy thing about Pepperdine is, like, there's nowhere else I'd rather do that. And I think it is a really interesting feeling to be, like, yeah, I don't know these girls personally. I will never like have that relationship with them but I know that like this whole community is rallying around them and like Mm -hmm. it is such a pivotal moment when things like that do happen on campus and you get to know everybody so well and I think there's just this like season of thankfulness and like yes mourning and loss and hardship and it really sucks but just like true deep intimacy and like real connection and it's such a weird like 
duality where I could be like, this was the hardest time of my life and also like the best time that I will ever have on this college campus. And like, I don't, yeah. I don't know. It's such a weird, like, yeah. So I get why you miss yeah. that feeling. Yeah. Like I was thinking, like, I don't think like something that's so special is like that these students get to have that service. Like I'm sh- sure that they have their like hometown thing, but they also have get to have one at Pepperdine where it's so comprehensive. Like their professors get to speak on who mm-hmm. they are and their peers, their friends, people they live with, their family. And I just like, I don't think that there's any other stage in life that you get that. Mm. Um, and like for those who are survived, like the ones, like the, the feeling that like you are being supported in from like all around you. And yeah, yeah, I don't know. It's, it's weird. Like, see like watching it from the outside because well mm-hmm. first of all I don't have very memories back then because I've just blocked out so like it feels so hazy yeah. but like watching this like does bring back some of it and I'm like it's nice to be able to see what they did for us objectively because mm-hmm. like it, it just yeah it's all so fuzzy and now I'm like okay yeah like they did they did a lot for us yeah, I was thinking about that today. I was like, we were probably the most demanding bitches we've ever met after their friend died. And mind you, like our circumstance was like really crazy because it was like a mass shooting that multiple students survived as well. Like it wasn't yeah. just like we lost this student. And it was really mm-hmm. sad. Like it really affected it the community and like it. Yeah, it was. Yeah. But like, you know, this is probably the fifth funeral I've seen at Pepperdine. And yeah. it is really interesting to see like how this one has like shaken everything in the same way that it did our freshman year and I think Mm -hmm. it is that like nuance like there's so many people involved it was really yeah insanely tragic and public I think that's the other thing that like really gets people together is like when everybody knows like all these alumni know about it and like you know it was the Washington Post covered it and I was like that's crazy like no I was on YouTube trying to find the live stream I just searched Pepperdine and all of the first results were about that like like news coverage and I was like yeah which I think also like in a negative way yeah brings people together too because it's like oh my gosh like what is this and like what's going on and so I think um that has definitely like created a larger impact you know for better or for worse Mm -hmm. um but yeah it is interesting to be completely on the outside because again like I never met these girls Mm -hmm. and um I obviously am very sorry for their loss and like the community's loss but um it is just a very third party objective like look Mm -hmm. at it all now yeah yeah I don't know. Maybe maybe we're gonna do a grief episode. I don't know. Yeah. What is expected? Yeah. Could be interesting. Healing, processing. Yeah. yeah. I do have a lot of dead grandparents now. I'm pretty good at that. <laughs> I yeah, me t- yeah. <laughs> I a bingo blackout board for me. <laughs> okay, listen, if I didn't have like eight grandparents, I'd probably be closer. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> no, I they started dying before I was born, yeah. so I, I got a yeah, leg speed up run. there. okay what has been your earliest recollection of happiness okay i don't think i can have an accurate guess because i did not meet you until we were 18 so um i'll just say my earliest i can like i honestly don't have a ton of memories from my childhood like i just don't like i didn't file those away Mm -hmm. as well as i should have but um 
I have really clear memories of like going to the horse barn every summer. That was something that like I did mm. at a very young age. And um, so that one is definitely something that like I will never not remember that fondly. And then um, I think I've talked about this before, but like I performed at my preschool graduation. You're a grand old flag. And that was the first time I ever like performed live for anybody. And that's like another like core memory. Wow. What a story. I know. How are you really? I'm getting all the feelings ones. Oh my God. Um, I know that you're in a like interesting, like we literally just talked about that. So I'm going to say yeah. you are feeling a lot of feelings, but I hope yeah. overall it seems like life has been treating you kindly. Like it's been a season of yeah. contentment. However, this present yeah. moment is a little like troubled. Yeah, which is so funny because literally every time I'm, like, genuinely asked that question, it's always, like, the one horrible day or week. Like, last – or not not necessarily the last time, but, like, one prominent time, like, over the summer, some, someone I hadn't seen in a while asked how I was. And I'm like, okay, so in general, I'm doing really good, but right now, I'm, like, nearly <laughs> homeless. So – and it's literally – Every single time, mm-hmm. like, I like I never get to fully say, like, oh, I'm doing really well. Like, there's always, like, one big looming thing. <laughs> yeah, October has been good to me. Um, and we're going to see each other soon. Ah, that's so crazy. I'm so excited. Yeah, I know. Okay. Crazy time. You know what's funny is um, my roommate's boyfriend's going to be in t- He's coming into town from arizona the weekend that daylight savings ends oh my gosh oh that's my birthday that's true i happy birthday you get an extra hour i know of i was your telling you like i hope that that's we're crazy. out it's at 2 a.m is when like the time shift yeah. happens so i think i need to at least stay out till 2 a.m that night yeah. that way i can have like two hours of 2 a.m <laughs> do you think the image you have of yourself matches the image people see you as um hmm I think this could go two ways. Like, I feel like in some sense, like with some people, you very, like, you curate how you want them to see you. Mm -hmm. So in that sense, like, they match exactly Mm -hmm. because you've done that on purpose. But I feel like with, but, but at the same time, I feel like with people you do know more intimately, like, you know exactly how they, like, people tell you how they see you. Yeah. So in, like, the reverse way yes as well yeah i think that's good i think that's pretty accurate i it's funny i have these like really randomly aggressive boundaries with my coworkers. where like i only invited one of them to my party because i was like like to my house party a couple weeks ago because uh-huh. i was like she's young and she like needs to make friends but i was like everybody else like you're fine like you don't need to come because you didn't need to make friends like you don't get to follow me on instagram you got to get to like you are yeah. my work friend like period Whoa, that's a lot of dogs barking. <laughs> um, so yeah, I think in that sense where I'm like, you are this friend, period. This is what we are. Um, something that I've been realizing recently is I don't like tell a lot of stories like organically, like about hmm. life before like I'll like say things and Haley's like, Whoa, you've never said that story before. And I'm like, Whoa, that's so <laughs> crazy. So that's something that I've been like really intentionally doing, just being like, by the way, this reminds me of something, or like there's something, mm-hmm. you know, deeper here because I think I don't always open up in those ways. And so yeah, I think I'm almost hyper aware of the fact that like 
people don't know me as well as they could, hmm. which is interesting. Um, oh, this is just a, it's a wild card, but it just says reminder, mm. be more interested in understanding others than being understood. Isn't that so mean after Ooh. I just talked about like trying to share myself? But like, that's such a like, if, like a four thing. Oh, yeah. <sighs> okay. Wait, okay, this is also a wild card, but it says, think of something you strongly dislike that most people love. And I think there's so many things you can say right now. <laughs> okay. Taylor Swift and Travis Kelsey. No, okay. Um, <laughs> uh, I, well, I mean, like, I am, I don't, I'm not necessarily, like, a contrarian, but mm-hmm. if something has too much hype, I have to be a hater to switch it back to, like, in the middle, you know? Yeah. So... I mean, like, the earliest example was, like, Ugg boots. Like, I, my mom forcefully gave me the, like, Costco knockoff one, like, the- The bear paw? What? Bear, bear paw. Yeah, I kept wanting to say bear claw, but that's a dessert. Bear (laughs) paw. Um, yeah, but I was like, no, like, everyone is wearing these. So, I, like, there's nothing special about me if I wear them. Yeah. And it's just, like, it's as if I was wearing, like, a uniform, you know? Yeah. And then, first it was Uggs. Then it was Birkenstocks. Mm. Um, and, it, yeah. Um, things I don't like peanut butter. It's a texture thing. Interesting. Because, um, like, I like peanut sauce, like, in Thai food. So, it's just mm-hmm. texture. Um, I don't like playing in the snow because as soon as I'm, like, as soon as this, my clothes are wet, I just can't do it. Yeah. You don't like um, surprises, like you always read the end of movies I, I before. I hate surprises. <laughs> no. I don't know why it's the just, noise you made is just tickling me right now. <laughs> uh, yeah, I just like, I, I like to be prepared and also like, I don't know, and this is definitely like a neurodivergent thing I've come to realize, mm-hmm. but when you're surprised, like, I don't know how people want me to react, mm. and I don't want to disappoint anyone, so it's, like, and the thing is, like, most, I feel like it's only specific situations where I, ex- like, naturally express myself yeah. very, like, outwardly, so a lot of, like, even if, like, it was a thoughtful surprise party, that felt wrong saying, honestly, but, like, even if it did touch me, like, I don't think I would, like, show that, and, like, I would be rehearsing a script of, like, what I've seen other people get surprised with, say. Yeah. And it just wouldn't feel genuine, and I'd feel like shit, and other people would be like, oh, maybe she didn't like that. Well, guess what? I didn't. Um, (laughs) So it's just, like, a whole thing. Like, I understand why it means a lot to some people, but I... Not me. Yeah. Not I. I feel like you'd be like, oh, wow. Oh, 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 (laughs) wow. (laughs) Yeah. I'd probably... Yeah, I'd do that, and then I'd stare a bit, and then, like, be oh. like, I'm gonna go to the bathroom. <laughs> okay. <laughs> That's my impersonation of you. Yeah. Um, how would you describe the feeling of being in love in one word? Oh, God. You're gonna say icky. <laughs> Vomit. Um, I think... It's funny because I was just having a conversation about, like, what it feels like to be in love, like, for me last uh-huh. night with some friends. And honestly, the the feeling is, like, oh, I don't even know how to, like, put it in one word. I'm going to pick two then. I'm going to say known and I'm going to say safe. Because oh. with me, like, my closest friends are people that I feel like I know, 
like intellectually super intimately like I know mm-hmm. their stories they know me like when we can do this sort of thing yeah. but like where's those sorts of like yeah we can have these conversations where like we can guess what the other one is thinking like that's how I know like you're my best friend and like we can mm-hmm. have these moments together um and that's what it's like to be in love where I'm like okay like you know every part of me like not just like as a friend would but like everything and then also just like yeah that's sort of like safe to be that person because you know me already so I think it's like that both where it's like you like you will catch me if I fall you will always be there because we're just like mm-hmm. right ride or die <laughs> um this one's gonna be tricky for me because it's what is a dream you've let go of oh um, I know, like, career-wise, like, if we go, like, all the way back to, like, 2018, 2019, yeah. you were thinking about, like, medicine and, like, STEM and, like, that used to be a dream. Um, and obviously, like, that's nowhere in the picture anymore. Um, so I think, like, that sort of thing you've given up on. But I don't even know how much of a dream that was. Yeah, well, I don't either because <laughs> – well, I'd always wanted to, like, to help people, mm-hmm. and that seemed like the most immediate way to do it. And I loved science. I was kind of bad at it, but I loved science. I took eight yeah. science classes in high school, and you only need two to graduate in Washington. <laughs> uh, but, like, I also did kind of gaslight myself into thinking I wanted to be a doctor. Mm-hmm. I don't know if I've told you this story, but um, at that point, freshman year of high school, I wanted to be a psychiatrist or something Mm -hmm. in that realm and in French class we were learning professions and we were learning like how to say what we want to do and the closest thing there was to that was doctor and I just said in French so many times that I wanted to be a doctor that I started to believe it that's so Um, funny (laughs) but no I think like a lot of my career dreams have been let go because again like like, my dad has done the same job my entire life, so mm-hmm. the permanency of a job and of a career has been just so normal for me. I mean, every family has those things where, like, you don't even realize that you're, like, it's allowed to be any other way. Like, up until I was 11, I thought it was illegal to have cars of multiple makes in your family, like, because <laughs> we only had Hondas, so I... Someone was like, oh, yeah, my mom has a Ford and my dad has a Kia. And I was like, what the fuck are you talking about? You're not allowed uh, to do that. You have one brand. Yeah. Um, I think I really attached onto like, I need to pick one thing and stick with it forever. Mm-hmm. But I think throughout college, obviously, like, that's something that a lot of people unpack. But at the same time, I also, like, don't feel the need to... And I'm, this is somewhere I'm trying to, like, strike a balance and not go too far in the other direction. But, like, I don't really make a lot of long-term plans these days or long-term mm-hmm. goals because, like, for one, like, you never know what's going to happen. Um, and, like, yeah. I used to be such a planner that, like, once, like, things went to shit freshman year, I was like, holy shit, like, I can't do anything. Even, like, what I was going to eat the next day, I can't even stick to that. And that, like, yeah. really freaked me out. So I don't really make, like, long-term... Like, people keep asking me, like, how long do you see yourself in LA? And I'm like, well, I don't know. But I know that right now I see my... And that's why I'm still here. Right. Like, I'll leave when I want to leave. Yeah. So I think I've let go of a lot of, like, more, like, hard and fast. Like, this is when this is going to happen. Yeah. 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 I think that's kind of freeing, though. That's something that, like, I 
know I see myself not in DC like forever. Like I can't see myself at 45 here. And so it scares me because I'm like, well, then why am I wasting the middle bits like doing something that isn't a permanent thing? And it's like, that's not how it works. Sometimes you can just live life and learn from it. And like you can baby step your way up there. Like I don't need to make leaps and bounds right now to like make that next stage of life happen. So it's also like both of us lived in the same house our entire lives until we went to college. So I think that's another thing where like it doesn't seem viable to just like up and leave. It's also, I think once you get to college, you move so often that it becomes so tedious and you're like, I'm never going to do this ever again. Oh yeah. I literally helped a friend move yesterday and I was like, this is ass. Like I don't even want to leave my own apartment. Like that seems like so much work. Um, this is a lame question. I'm trying to find like good ass questions. Wait, I never asked the real question. Oh yeah. Sorry. Go ahead. Okay. Finish the sentences. Strangers would describe me as blank. Only I know that I am blank. Um, strangers would describe me as. Actually, maybe this is something I want to. Um, wait, are you gonna guess? Oh, I mean, I feel like I can't do the second blank, but I feel like strangers would describe you as confident. Yeah. And I know I am a confident person. I think the one thing that I was going to say is people always see me as, like, very happy. Like, I don't think that I – Yeah. Like, when – Like, my coworkers are always like, oh, Ashley, like, 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 everything's always okay. Like, I've never seen you upset. Or, like – What? I, like, like, don't get upset at work. Well, because I don't have a high-stress job anymore. Like, I just – Like, vibe. Like, I get frustrated, but I've never been, like, No, I, I don't, like, express myself like that at work either. Yeah. Yeah. Like, I'm 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 there to do one thing. There's um, water on my mic. Oh, no. Or, like, this one time I was in, like, crazy pain, and I had a friend over, and I was like, this is the worst pain I've been in in my entire life, like, that I can think of right now, or, like, in the last couple years. And he was like, yeah. whoa, I had no idea that, like, you were in that level of pain because, like, you just don't express those sorts of things. So I think that's something that, like, I do bottle up a lot of emotions, and I don't think people mm-hmm. recognize that because I'm, like, if other people can't deal with it, like, why would I, mm, like, express mm-hmm. that to Like, you yeah. can't fix it. Like, I have to fix right. it. And so I'm just going to, like, figure it out. Like, and you'll learn later. Like, I do get mad at people. I think that's the one because mm-hmm. you can you can fix that. Yeah. But for the most part, when I, like, get, like, really homesick or, like, if I'm really upset, like, I just deal with it. So that's something. Strangers would not describe me as emotional. Hmm. Um, speaking of pain, I pulled a card that says, what's the most pain that you've ever been in that wasn't physical, but I kind of okay. want to know what the most pain you've been in that was physical, because I don't think I could Yeah, because you, well, you know the one that isn't. Um, yeah. The thing is, I feel like with pain is that once it, like, especially physical, physical pain, once you're out of it, you kind of forget how bad it was. Yeah, but I feel like in terms of like the way I was behaving, the most painful was um, in seventh grade. I had just done. Have you ever done thirty hour famine with World Vision? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. So I had just done my thirty hour famine. For those of you who don't know, World Vision is a nonprofit that help they help kids, right? They primarily focus on like yeah, like impoverished people like widows and orphans yeah Yeah. um like my sponsored kid is through them yeah they do a lot of like kid sponsorship they do things like um 
like genital mutilation and like other like world like issues and no. stuff like that too period poverty um so it's just any sort of like <laughs> you made it sound like they are mutilating people. <laughs> no. sorry they, they have a lot of like policy and like aid work focused on like impoverished communities basically yeah. um they okay. do healthcare, like all kinds yeah. of different like yeah things so 30 hour famine is a thing that they do where you raise money and then you fast for 30 hours to like mm-hmm. see what it's like and i feel i mean maybe we'll talk about this one day but like mm-hmm. religion and fasting is a very there's a very interesting culture there i know especially like what i find interesting is like christian fasting because i know for like judaism and islam like a lot of it is tied to a holiday or like a remembrance but a lot of like christian fasting is just like vibes not for shits and giggles but like just like you personally choose to do it yeah and not out of like remembrance or or observation yeah which Um, is actually interesting i found out I did, like, a whole small group on fasting. So, like, for a month, mm-hmm. we were fasting weekly. The early Christians fasted every Wednesday and Friday. Like, they were fasting yeah. twice a week. And they would feast on Sundays. And so, Dude, what like, was Thursday like for them? Ass. <laughs> <laughs> um, but there was regular fasting in the Christian rhythm okay. once upon a time. It was yeah. a weekly thing, but now it's yeah. gone. And that's, like, the issue. Anyways, continue. Um. Yeah. So, I feel like something that christians get wrong about this is that it's so like uninformed when we do fast especially for kids like it seems especially like with 30 hour famine like my church like made a whole like sleepover event out Mm -hmm. of it so it was like uh, the social aspect really like changed like Mm -hmm. distorted what it was so like we all did it not because we felt forced to, but because we were like, oh, all my friends are doing this and we're going to mm-hmm. get to have a fun sleepover, blah, 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 blah. Not realizing like all the things that does to your body, especially like I was in middle school. Like, do you know how many of us are starving ourselves on the regular? <laughs> like, that's not yeah. a good time to be fasting. Um, yeah. Like, I did it again my like junior or senior year of high school and it went so much better because I was actually nourishing myself on the regular basis and I like. Yeah had adequately prepared myself because I actually yeah. realized what I was doing. But anyway, um, all to say, after 30 hour famine, I had an excruciating stomach ache. And it was a mm. it was a weird week- weekend because I'd come home and I had um I was going to vocal ensemble like a few literally like hours after I got picked up from the Oh wow from the event. So I went home like early in the morning, ate a little bit um and then i fell asleep on the couch and f- somehow i fell asleep on my stomach and then my cat fell asleep on my back Aww. and so first of all that was really painful because i got up went to vocal ensemble and my mm. back hurt and then <laughs> like throughout that day and the next day i just developed like an awful stomach ache like mm. i genuinely i mean i am a hypochondriac but i genuinely thought i was dying and like i was truly terrified Mm-hmm. Um, and I don't know why I thought this would be better, but then I like, but like a lot of, back then I was listening to Sadako and a Thousand Paper Cranes on, on audiobook a lot still. And I don't know why I put that on. Cause then I was like, oh my God, I have cancer again. I always think I have cancer. Um, but yeah. And like my dad was doing some like 
energy tai chi thing over me which did help um Mm -hmm. but like the next day on monday we went to the doctor and they like did x-rays and oh wow i don't even remember like what was it was just i don't know what was wrong i know it was a result of the fasting though (laughs) but yeah yeah, very bad pain (laughs) does not sound fun at all and should not be the result of 30 hours of fasting either unfortunately yeah I want to make sure that we're not too long on time. So do you want to do like one more question and then wrap her up? Oh my God, I only have wild cards left. Is there a single? Okay, there we go. Oh, describe your perfect day. <gasps> Wait, I have that one pulled too. Wow. Okay, let's both do that then. Okay. You go first. Okay. My perfect day. I, okay. It kind of depends on where I am, but for this stage, I'll say we're in the mountains. We're in a cabin. Okay. Yeah. It's a big like beautiful airbnb sort of vibe like um and we wake up and we go skiing and we have Mm -hmm. a morning ski day and then we have lunch and we have you know like french fries and spiked hot chocolate maybe some beer and then we go shopping and like the little like alpine ski village that we're in and then we we dress up and we go out and we have a fancy little dinner and then we come home and then we sit in the hot tub we have wine in the hot tub and then we curl up and we watch a movie and we fall asleep on the couch. Oh, who is the we that you speak of? It could be the girlies. It could be um, a romantic partner. It could be my family. Anybody who will not piss me off during the day. <laughs> Just like me and my people. All of them. All at the same time. Yeah. And no one's weird about the intersection of the group. Nope. Nope. And that's just, we just, we get up and we have all sorts of fun things, all my favorite things. Maybe there's chocolate involved in some point. And I, the the dream can also exist in the summertime where it's like tubing Mm. and shopping and dinner and hot tub or pool. But it's always like that sort of day where it's like kind of intense, kind of chill, very fun, very relaxing. Okay, your turn. Um, So in this perfect day, I am capable of getting out of bed as soon as I wake up. Whoa, that's crazy. That do be a this perfect day. This hasn't happened in four years. Wow. Uh, so on this perfect day, I'd say I wake up naturally around 8 o'clock and mm-hmm. the sun is streaming in. Aww. And I am fully rested. And I think, wow. <laughs> Huge. It's a nice day to be alive. <laughs> Whoa, this is a lot. <laughs> it's already 8 a.m. and you're asking for so much. <laughs> she wants the will to live and the energy to do it. <laughs> like, that's simply <laughs> too much to ask. There's no balance for a perfect day. Okay, you're right. Okay, um, continue. So, yeah, I chuck my water and I slowly get ready because I'm not in a rush because I got out of bed Beautiful. on time. Um, if and probably a little brunchy brunch. Oh, um, love a brunchy brunch. I I love a savory brunchy brunch, but if anyone wants sweet, that's that's their perfect day. They can have mm-hmm. sweet. Um, maybe like beach uh, before. Mm. Uh, I was going to say before lunch, but we're not having lunch because we had brunch. So, like, when it's not too hot out, beach. And probably, like, read and listen to music on the beach. Love. Um, And then maybe a nice long shower and then pasta dinner and mm. watch a movie. Mm-hmm. Um, and then... Uh, maybe a little crafty craft drawing. Aww. 
journaling that's cute um, parallel play yeah parallel play yep and like then would do like settlers of Catan. Too, yeah board game you're right you're right board game um and then i at the stroke of midnight i'm in bed i do all my new york times games and then i fall <laughs> immediately asleep <laughs> But at the stroke of midnight, do all the New York Times games is so good. That is ideal. I wake up, I remember to take my multivitamins. Oh, yeah, I, I forgot about the my Bible devotional. All of my clothes fit and I don't hate my body. Yeah. <laughs> my hair cooperates. I can do my eyeliner in one go. <laughs> my contacts go that, in That's exactly what I was getting. There's nothing in my contacts. <laughs> not on my period i don't have to clean up hair from the shower (laughs) that's my perfect day um that's beautiful okay um the huge what's happening in the pop culture world okay i was trying to figure out too what did happen this week because i okay i'm honestly surprised i made it this whole week without muting the Mm -hmm. travis kelsey uh the word oh you know what you know what did happen is what? uh 1989 merch and they have this fucking like wallet like that wallet you had in fourth grade that's like velcro and oh yeah God, why is that looks yeah oh, like velcro gross. and like that scratchy material i'm like who's buying that that's icky i hate that i am really i guess that'll be my pop culture moment is we're um less than a week away from Yes. Finally having 1989 Taylor's version and I'm so 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 excited for the vault I'm songs. I'm so excited. I have you I think I'm officially at the point where I'm not going to like listen to I mean I haven't listened to the album all the way through in a few weeks but like mm-hmm. I mean I, I I listened to a few of them like in a playlist cuz they came on shuffle but I think we're in that home stretch where I'm just not going to listen because that was my mistake with speak now that i had listened to it the entire day leading up so then like i heard every little difference i don't know if you saw that like that tiktok that was like how it feels listening to taylor's version when you don't have a little worm in your ear telling you that she breathed wrong at two minutes and 13 seconds (laughs) yeah that's like i just i don't know the re-records bring out the worst in people yeah and i think it'll be an interesting timing for it to come out too because it's halloween and like what right what else will people be up to during this time also, i've seen so many people being like i'm gonna be travis kelsey and taylor swift for halloween which i think will also be really annoying side note it's it's been annoying it's already happened there's like a parents doing it i'm like what um it's also the thing is like football player has always been the like laziest halloween costume ever yeah so true just wear a jersey um well, maybe we do want to talk about the fact that because we've been leading up to this, but um, Eris Tour film is rumored to be released on Amazon Prime. Oh yeah, big Amazon is totally controlling their relationship. I it would surprise me for her to sign a Prime deal, in my opinion, because there's so right. many less viewers there. But maybe there's more money, so I would see. Like I feel like Taylor doesn't do anything for the fans' sake. <laughs> No. And I think that's something that, like, I just need to recognize is, like, there probably was more money with Netflix for 1989, or not for night, for Reputation Tour and for Miss Americana. And now there's mm-hmm. just not. Like, now it's all, or maybe it has something to do with the writer's strike. I don't know. Yeah. But 
I it wouldn't shock me, but it would disappoint me. How's that? No, I think something that's really I've been thinking a lot about is that Taylor has really convinced us of like the that her as a brand is her as a person. And I don't even know if that's intentional if she realizes how yeah. much she's done that, but like she has fans so convinced that the her that they see online mm-hmm. is her. And totally. they, that like makes them feel so entitled to so much because yeah, it's the parasocial relationship, but like more so than any other celebrity because it feels even more Yeah. I think the yeah. other thing I read this really interesting. I think it was the New York Times magazine did this really long profile on Taylor and they didn't talk to Taylor. It was just like about her and yeah. the era's tour and things like that. And she was like, Taylor Swift doesn't have to take an interview with me, a reporter a reporter for the New York Times. Like, maybe she did once upon a time, but now she's got a bigger following than we ever will on social. She's got a more immediate access to her fans. Like, she doesn't need a middle person anymore, yeah. and that's, like, really freeing for a lot of artists, but it also means that, like, we are getting the polished version. Like, it it yes. looks like it's the unfiltered version, but it's even more filtered because she's 100% mm-hmm. controlling the narrative now. That's what anti-hero is about! Right, and so I think that's the thing that, like, people think oh it's coming from her directly and it's like no that means she's 100% in charge of it I, I also just don't think and I've said this before and I think it got cut but like Taylor Swift is not the victim she's not like the the innocent mm. angel that people yeah. want to like she was and she was really victimized for a long time and that sucks and I'm sorry that it hurt her in those ways but she's not that anymore. Like she's yes. one of the richest women in the world. She's like got legions of fans. Like everybody's yeah. always talking about her. Like there's no part of this that she is like falling prey to or like getting yeah. the short end of the stick. So we all yeah. need to recognize how much power and privilege she has and yeah. that she knows how to use it. Like there is no like yeah. short sightedness on this at all. So yeah, no, it's been really interesting because I mean, like in Miss Americana, like, the big takeaway people had was that, like, her saying that she's going to be more political now, that she's going to use her platform, all these things, and that hasn't really been the case. No. And for a bit, I was like, okay, yeah, that's not really her job. But then, like, it's so refreshing to follow Muna and see, like, every mm-hmm. single day since they got off tour, they are posting about Palestine and using their platforms, like... um like their lead singer went to a protest yesterday and like they've been posting mm-hmm. links and like actively talking about it and it's it's not that I'm expecting that from every celebrity like again that's that is not their job but it's right. just so refreshing to see musicians use their platform in that way yeah. and yeah it's totally different in which that like Taylor yes it is it is valid to point out the fact that she started out in country yeah. uh, which has completely ousted Marin Morris um, and other and artists who have spoken decades out for yeah. like more progressive rights and movements and things yeah, like, like that. Shelley, so. right? Yeah. Um, and like, there's the case of like, she is that much bigger. Like she does have a target on her back. And I think especially like, that's incredible. Like that's the thing I think about the most, especially after Ariana Grande and the Manchester bombing. Yeah. Like these big female artists do have huge targets on their back. So that is like something that does set her apart. But at the same time, like, it is kind of... But you're almost untouchable at this point. Like, that's Yeah, it'd be different if she didn't put out Miss Americana or if she just never said anything. It's just odd that 
she made a big point about this and it just didn't happen. Yeah, and that's the other thing. It's like she she does say things now. Like she is not apolitical now, but it's very few and far between that it's like you can't even say that she is political. No, it's always even. just vote. Yeah, and it which is, is great. clear she says like vote blue, but like sometimes yeah so i don't know i think the takeaway was now she's got money and she can do what she wants which is great happy for her we should all have money and do what we want but um what is your emoji of the week um i like the megaphone like if i have something important to say i'm like yo I've been using the dotted line, like smart, like the the face where it's just like the dots, you know. What? I'm oh, 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 oh. the the outline, yeah, yeah, the outline emoji where it's like transparent. I really yeah. like that one. He's a good one for it's. It's really just like I don't know what to say. It's it's like a hide behind the hands emoji, but like not where you're just trying to disappear or be like i can't acknowledge this yeah like if someone says something so out of pocket but you can't just like act like it you can't be complicit you know exactly you have to acknowledge but just in the most removed way stuffed animals um i took oliver to the pumpkin patch today yeah it was really cute he was in his little we were in matching sweaters and jeans i had a really great time um what's your stuffed animal moment um my friend sent me a picture from Target. They have your not pillow pets, but like they are like stuffed animal pillows, and they mm-hmm. look really firm and nice. Aww. I don't think I should get one though. I have too many. Ah, sorry. One of my friends again. I was helping my friend move this week, and she had so many stuffed animals to move, and I was like, maybe mm-hmm. that's not a good idea. <laughs> like, maybe I don't want to keep adding stuffed animals to my collection. Yeah. I want to get like a bean bag or something though for when I do need to put my stuffed animals off the bed. Yeah. Because I need to like have a, a safe place to land. No, when I do laundry, they go on the couch. Yeah. Yeah, that's a good idea. Um, do you feel like we're really strangers? Mm, no. So you'd say we're not. It worked. Really strangers. We're not really strangers. Amazing. Please buy me the party packs. Thank yeah. you. Yeah. Thank you.